So this is like apparently an easier app for using. Somebody I know told me about. So okay, and I can I can cut and edit this beginning thing and that if I want, whatever. I don't care too much. Hi everybody. Um, so as I said before on Facebook, um, this we're calling this podcast um is going to be nerd moms and Klingons. And with me, I have a nerd mom. Slash, uh, slash Klingon. My roommate, Linda, has agreed to join us and talk about some fun nerd mom to- topics. Um, uh, she is a, a real-life nerd mom. Um, she's grown up with her boys doing having anime, Power Rangers. Um, she herself, you know, she's got uh, she's like Supernatural. There's some old comic book stuff in there. We're going to talk all sorts of stuff in general. Plus... Um, we're gonna uh, get a little bit of opinions in there, maybe here and there, as we as we talk about stuff um, about uh, whatever comes up. Uh, so say hi to everybody, Linda. Hello. So those of you that don't know Linda, um, Linda's boys are are both Renaissance kids. Uh, we're gonna just start out with the Renaissance mom thing because I've actually ha- had somebody this week. Uh, I was talking about somebody else at fair and i said oh they're just a fair they're a fair mom and they're like what's a fair mom so i'm like oh well my roommate's a fair mom too so i can explain this a little bit easier so um those of you who, who um have followed along with my 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 life in that i do some traveling here and there uh to renaissance festivals and work at renaissance festivals um a lot of times when you're out at renaissance festivals you'll see kids I, I, I mean, you can vouch for this a lot more. There's, like, kids who it almost seems like they're un, unclaimed half the time when there's fair kids out there. I, I've seen Linda you know, running around hurting some of the younger children along at times. Um, and I've, I've known her a number of years now, so, it, 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 I mean, she's seen... Uh, I, I've seen some uh, some entertaining things, and there's some great stories there with, uh, with the... Um, fair uh stuff and that but a fair mom uh let's talk about a fair mom what is a fair mom linda um well there's the fair moms who um are actors and traveling and have their kids and take them with or there's like me um i have my own kids who come out and work but then um i have other People's kids who know that I'm somebody they can come to if they need help or need to um, talk to or whatever during the day. Um, I might be tracking, kind of keeping track of them um, because, you know, and a lot of them, you know, might be teenagers where they're in that middle teenage um, range. So... Mom and dad aren't out at fest, and they're out there working, but, you know, they, they they know they have certain people or certain places they can go if they need to. So, I mean, so you, you hear this? this? This is how you can't get away with things out at fair, because there's this secret network of, of moms like Linda yeah, who are out there who they, they they talk to each other. I'm telling you, see? It's, it's just like... um uh, uh when you hear about the those secret societies that are watching you, uh, it, it's the fair mom society. 
And and honestly, it's not it, it's not bad or anything, you know. It, I always knew when I was younger out there, I could go and talk. To, I could go to Linda. Uh, there's um, my friend Missy. Uh, you know Missy too. Uh, she uh, we we you can go to them even if they're you know relation, not a mom, not actually mom, not a kid anymore. You can say, hey, can, uh, can you get a hold of this person or do you know who this person's? You know, because you never know what's going on out there. And it's great. And it, part of that is what led me into being out on the fair, because it's like I knew there were people out there that is like, oh, well, you know, I, I've got the people I'm traveling with. I know if i got a problem there. Or, you know, I can find those fair moms, because I know they exist. And, you know, when you think about fair moms, it, one of the biggest no features I keep I keep seeing about them is they're they're in that category of nerd moms because most of them you know you guys also sat there and you you know watch power rangers with your kids or you know there's anime that you'll watch that you know you might hear something about from somebody because your kid has seen something or another or um what's the other one uh, that's really big um i'm drawing a blank here what, what what's some things here that you i mean you've had Two kids now, who, like, you're a mom of how many years now? Uh, I, really, I, I live with them, and I can't remember birthdays, people. This is, I don't remember ages or birthdays. Never expect me to remember your birthday. If I remember your birthday, it's only because of Facebook, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm terrible at it. I, it's not a lie. They are 26 and 28 right now. But they neither one of them had their birthdays this year. Yeah. So see, there you're. So you're you're basically a mom of twenty nine years. So in that twenty nine years, I mean, you've had all those TV shows. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, I don't know if your kids watched. I know my mom can attest to this. For me, I watched Eureka's Castle as a kid. I loved Eureka's Castle, Magellan and the Dragon. You know, Eureka the Witch. Oh, it was great. Uh, and you know. I mean, so there, there's shows out there that I'm sure, you know, some moms might have heard, you know, might know Eureka's Castle. I, Linda, you shake your head no. no. I don't. So you don't. Um, but I mean, there are shows out there that everybody knows as a, as, a, as a kid and a mom, especially if you're a kid from the 90s or 80s into the 90s, because I know a lot of you are friends with me. That's your age range. You know, uh, Darkwing Duck, DuckTales. Uh, uh, God, you know some of these. Help me out here. Uh, oh. uh what was the one with Baloo? Baloo? Um. Tailspin. Tailspin, yeah. Um, uh, tailspin, um. Gummy bears. Gummy bears. I love the gummy bears. I was watching. We, uh, um. Disney Plus is pretty good. I can vouch for it. It's, it's a really good app. Um. Linden, I mean, throw your sense in here. You've used it a little bit, and that. Uh, cause even though I don't, I'm not hawking for these things, I do mention some of the apps I use and that, so you guys can try them out or lead to them, cause, you know, sometimes it helps to be able to see some of the things that I talk about, or, you know, I come up with a conversation. I mean, it, it's a good, it's a good app in my opinion. I've been watching, uh, things like Gummy Bears, like Linda was talking about. What, what else would have you kind of watched on there? I can't um, even think. most of what I've watched are just some of the more recent Disney movies. And then, like uh, what? Come on. Watched, let's see. I watched Dumbo. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did watch Dumbo. I haven't seen that one yet. Was that was that good in the end? Did you like how that one was? Because I, 
I'm hearing touch and go with a lot of the of the live action. I'm in the same opinion with some of them. I mean, uh, Maleficent. I love Maleficent. It was a great way they did that. Was not a big fan of um, um, what was it? Uh, uh, there's been so many live. I haven't seen. I, I have not seen that one yet. Every time I try and find it on something, it's not on there. So um, I always watch the cartoon one, which is better. I keep hearing from people though that the live action was not as good, which is so disappointing. It's one of my favorites, everybody. It's great. Um, as you've seen, I have a, a Beauty and the Beast stained glass rose on my arm. I love Beauty and the Beast. Um, I I can't think of which. There was a one I watched recently, and I can't think of what it was. And it was one of the newer ones, but I was like, I was not impressed. Um, it wasn't Aladdin, because I haven't seen that one yet, uh, but I plan on it, because I, I just can't get over the, you know, the Robin Williams thing I told you this the other day. Nope. What were you watching the other day? You were watching something that had Robin oh, Williams I in it. I was watching Birdcage. Birdcage. Well, no, there was something else. <coughs> was Bird... Oh, Goodwill Hunting. You were watching Goodwill Hunting, too. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Because it was like, one day she was watching the Birdcage, which, you know, that's all... Rob, uh, Rob Williams at his best, you know, Birdcage, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, that's, that's right up there. Um, and then, and then there's, you know, the sensitive stuff like Goodwill Hunting and, uh, oh god, what other sensitive thing? I can't even think of the sensitive things. Um, uh, what was the teacher one? Um, Dead Poet Society. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that in a while. That, that's probably, is that a Disney one? I don't think so. I don't think it, it, it might be. It might be. But... Might be. I don't know. Somebody out there, uh, if you're listening to this, um, give give us a shout out of what uh, what production company did Dead Poet Society. I cannot recall. Um, we'll have that as one of the things you guys can can let me know, and I'll uh, I'll answer next next week or whenever I do my next one. Um, I, I have not figured out a, a, a layout of all the different types of shows, and that is basically just I'm picking topics and that, uh, um, as I figure out kind of what's going on for the next things, I talk, I have to talk to certain people about certain things, certain, uh, uh, subject matters and that, so we'll, uh, we'll see where we go. Um, so anyways, yeah, no, back to, back to this movie thing, because I'm liking this. This is a fun conversation. <laughs> We're, we'll stay on the thing of movies, because lately, you've, you've watched a lot of those superhero movies lately, right? Off and on. Off and on, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're a big fan of uh, Jason Momoa. <laughs> you and my tattoo artist, Carrie. Yes, shout out to uh, uh, Carrie over, or Carrots, uh, over at Crazy Lady Inc. If you guys are looking for any uh, tattooing uh, work in that, she is very reasonably uh, priced and is a uh, uh, very good uh, artist and great individual. She she keeps you laughing while you're in the chair, so uh, it's always a good thing. So um, that's over at Crazy Lady Inc. here in Shakopee, Minnesota. So, uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. Um, uh, Jason Momoa. Let's talk about him, because you were watching a... What was it? It was, like, one of the talk shows or something the other day with him on it? Um... It was a couple weeks ago. I know that. Oh, he was on Drunk History. Drunk History, yes. She was watching him on Drunk History, and he was one of the, he was one of the people in the background playing one of the, the historical characters, but she's sitting here giggling at that. That peaked my head and she's turned all pink in the cheeks. Because Linda, like Jason Momoa. I, I mean, I, I, I could kind of see why. I'm uh, He's not in my cup of tea, honestly. 
But, um, I mean, it, I will say, Ezra Miller, there's something about his jawline as the Flash that's just really good. I will say that. Um, and, uh, even though I didn't like him as Batman, I will give Ben Affleck, he did have the Batman jaw going there a, a little bit. Um, well, he wasn't talking. He wasn't talking. It kind of looked like it, the, the cowl looked a little fatter, in my opinion, when he wasn't. But I don't know. What can I say? Um, but uh, anyways, so, I mean, I, I've seen her watch, you know, she's watched that The Thing of Drunk History. I know there was like a TV show you were watching that he was on or something. I don't know. It was several weeks ago. Um, it might have been something you recorded on the, the DVR. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I know he was on Ellen, but that was quite a while ago. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, because you were laughing really bad about it, too. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was funny because it, it, uh, I thought of, I thought of Linda when I was sitting there in, in Cary, my, my tattoo artist, uh, uh, station, uh, I, I was getting my, uh, my rose done and she, I'm sitting there and, and she's just gotten this new picture of Jason Momoa up and it's even bigger than all the rest of the ones she has. And she's like, you're staring at my, my Jason. And I'm like, yeah, I was just thinking my roommate would appreciate that picture. And she laughed and then I forgot to tell Linda about it. So here, I'm telling you about it now. There's a picture <laughs> you just love. One of these days when I'm getting, when I'm actually getting tattooed, you should probably, you should just sit and listen to this conversation. It's great over there. Um... They're a fun bunch uh, over there uh, in that. And I've got more to get done. I've got a few more. Um, let's see here. Uh, um, superhero movies. What was the last one you were watching? Um, I watched... I know... I mean, if you're counting all of them, I know you watched the Bad Green Lantern movie, but we don't all... Uh, yeah, I watched... For, for the simplicity of the nerd community out there and, keeping, the, and, and keeping them from being angry at me, we're not going to talk about Green Lantern. I don't know. I have I, I have my personal opinions about Green Lantern. We're not going to go there. All I will say is I do like me some Ryan Reynolds in that green uh, CGI uh, suit. But that, that butt looks nice in that. But <laughs> um, then again, he also has a pretty nice butt as Deadpool. So <laughs> anyways, um, uh, no, what was the last one you watched before that? You were, wa you were watching like, I think it was a chain of, of superhero movies. I don't recall what the very last one was because I only caught bits and pieces of it and I don't know if I actually saw all that one through. I know I watched Wonder Woman and I watched No, that was Dr. a while Man. ago. Yeah, and I don't think I've watched too many since then. Because... It might have been one of the Marvel ones, actually. When I think about it. I think it was just on in the background, maybe. There's a couple of them I haven't seen, but uh, that, that'll that be remedied here with, you know, Disney+. Plus. See, full circle. This is why I talk like this. People wonder why I seem like I'm rambling, but I don't, actually. I do have a flow with with uh, me talking. I do usually circle back around. But yeah, uh, back on the subject of Disney+, Plus. Um, I mean, you know, I've been, I, I've been watching the Star Wars movies, finally watching, sitting and watching through them and that. Um, to try and understand a little bit, but things are those of you who are Star Wars fans out there who know that and have known me for years know I don't really get Star Wars as a thing. Cause I like Star Trek. I really do. Star Trek is awesome. Um, but uh, I've been watching Star Star Wars stuff on uh, Disney Plus, and it's it's. I guess they added stuff in 
for the Disney Plus stuff. So if you guys, if there is anything out there they've added in that you guys want to point out to me, um, with the movies, because I know when they remaster things and then sometimes they add digitally add in things or whatnot or whatever, and that would uh technical stuff and that for uh for film um if you guys want to point out some cool like kind of trivia stuff to me i would love to hear that because i am one of those people who i like the trivia stuff and that like you know there's the old myth legend you know uh linda you probably know this one too um wizard of oz in in the uh old versions there's the uh the munchkin hanging from a tree in the background and he hung himself yeah uh Oh, you didn't hear that one, huh? No. No, I'll have to find the uh, the the story or something and have you read it here. It's it's entertaining, um, but yeah, uh, send me information on that because I want to understand this more. Um, I feel like I owe it to myself just because I actually have time with all this. So you know, whatever, just to things. And you know, I will always say this: at least there are two things that I like in Star Wars, which are lightsabers, and lightning hands. I can see the smile kind of twitching at Linda's mouth to that, because I say that an awful lot around the house. Um, uh, anyways, um, moving on to what I was talking moving in with Star Trek. Yes, I am a Trekkie, everybody. Linda is also a Trekkie. I love living with a Trekkie, because some Trekkies are less... I'm sorry, I'm going to use this term, it's not meant to be mean, but insane with their lives as Trekkies, where they don't go all out. Um, I use it in the nicest term of insane, because I'm insane, but I'm, I'm a good kind of insane, like Linda is a good kind of insane. Linda, do you want to help explain this? How are you the good kind of Trekkie insane? Um, I don't, like, live it. I also, I, I also watch, or, you know, watch Star Wars. So, <laughs> well, we're not talking about Star Wars. I we know. are on Star Wars. Trek. We are um, talking about Star Trek. Why, though, Linda, have I asked you mainly, though, and why is why? part of the title of this Klingons? Because um, for the for MarsCon and Convergence, um, I uh, dress as a uh, TOS or um, original series Klingon, and I am a member of the IKV Raquel. So, what that means to those of you who are not completely savvy um, on all those wonderful terms that Linda has used, that means that Linda is a, what we, for a little bit simpler words, um, some people will call them cosplayers. It is not technically the term that they are, that you would, I would, st I would personally use for um, some of the, the Star Trek-based uh, um role players. We'll use that as a simpler term to start out with. I usually include a lot of those ones as LARPers as well, because some of them do engage in the LARP uh, side of it. it. That is right, Linda, correct? There is... Yeah. It, it, uh, you guys don't particularly, though, with the Raquel, right? No, we don't. Um, I think they may have several years, you know, when they first started, but they're over 25 years old, so... <laughs> Most of us are, you know my age or older, or right around my age, so. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I, I lump it in with, with the LARP, or, with the LARP group, simply because, I mean, I also, I, I'm in the category that also did, um, you know, uh, you, you know, from me telling and talking with you, and, and that I, uh, for a long time, and those of you who are out there who also did this with me, yes, this is about to be an announcement, um, 
I have been considering going back to it is I was playing in um, TC Garou, uh, which is the Twin Cities uh, War of the Apocalypse group that happens here in, uh, um, I believe, Solomon's Porches in St. Paul. Uh, please, anybody out there, um, don't don't fault me. I all I I have it literally saved to my Google Maps as GameSpot. So uh, if that has changed, I I will definitely find out in that. But um, yeah. So I mean, I camped it into that because I have known a lot of people who have been the LARP side of, of the uh, the Star Trek um, uh, role players and that. But there is, I do kind of feel that it is more on the role playing, which does is why I do kind of include you guys in with when you you know with the convention crowd, um, as you said, you do uh, MarsCon conversions um, as a Klingon. Uh, I know you go to other ones; you don't necessarily dress up for those, but um, because of that, and myself being a cosplayer, so you you kind of know some of the stuff that I deal with, you know, costuming, having to do the makeup and all that. Um, I know you don't do full ridges. Uh, you just do the the original dark skin for the uh, um, for the TOS, um, and then you kind of somewhat. How how do you what do you classify like your outfit? What is your your era for? Because I know it's not necessarily first gen for women because they didn't really show the women Klingons uh... too much and. Yeah, in well, TLS. It, yeah, it, it's just a, it's a first generation or it's a it's a, an original series costume, but yeah, it's not the female costume. Um, they only had a female on like two episodes, and she's wearing. Because yeah, I don't. I, I, it's been so many long. I do have to sit down and rewatch TOS. It's been she, a while. I mean, ma mainly you know she's got a little. It's a one piece outfit that ends in, like, little culottes with, you know, the 1960s mini skirt level. Yeah, you know, that is the good thing with a lot of those old shows, you know. Uh, you know Star Trek, um, what's another good one that's back there in, in uh, science fiction in that, that um, Doctor Who, um, a lot of the older shows, you know, you see those episodes made in the time, and they use some of the fashion for the time period they had, and then you see it now, and it's like, that looks so goofy, what were we thinking? But then, you know, you think, oh, well, it's part of the charm of those shows, you know, like TOS. Um, like I said, I, it's been a while, uh, quite some time now since I've, I've watched TOS. I need to sit down and watch it again. But I, I think I rem recall one of those episodes you're talking about with the female uh, Klingons. They're, uh, you don't see them very, very much around that series, no. It wasn't really until um, Next Gen, I believe, yeah. that you really saw them. Um, and it's funny, everybody, because Linda is is a, is more of a reserved kind of person. She's not out there and woo crazy partying, unless she's got her carabel. That's just a fun night. We love those nights, Linda. It's fun. Hey, it's okay. I drink too. Um, me me and Linda have had nights where we sit there and we'll I'll have my whiskey and she'll have her her uh, uh, champagne Carbel. and her Carbel. her carabel and we'll uh. We'll randomly dish about things and that. It's been a while. We need to do it here soon. Um, maybe after everything opens up and, you know, we actually have social lives outside of being trapped in our homes. I, I mean, it's not saying that that my social life does not include you. <laughs> let's, let's adjust that here. Yeah. Um, 
So, anyways, uh, uh, Klingons. Let, let's see here. Uh, when you guys get together, what kind of what is it an average Klingon meeting where you actually had to go in costume? Let, let's hear one of these kind of uh, things. I mean, I know you don't usually have to go to meetings in costume too much, but no, if um, it was like a special event kind of thing where you guys were just getting together for funsies, just a personal party, but you all were being your Klingon selves. What do you, what would this kind of thing look like for somebody who might be trying to envision this on, in the future? Like food wise, or or kinds of things. And most people, when they think Klingons, they think of the thing, the food they've heard on on Star Trek for Next Gen, like uh, yeah. uh, Gok and and uh, uh, what's another good, you know, uh, blood wine and and. Really, when we have our meetings, we're not we're, we're our meetings are more of a bu fun business meeting. Um, you know, we may do just pot. We just do normal potluck or person hosting will provide food or whatever um you know they're only like an hour and a half two hour meeting so and it's typically we're discussing so your particular so your particular group doesn't do um they don't do like any special event kind of things where it's just you guys you know hanging out as your klingon character and that um they did in january they went up to the Space Alien restaurant. Oh, are we talking Space Aliens up in uh, uh, Fargo? No, not or in Fargo. Moorhead or wherever it is no, up up in in northern or what? There's uh, only like one left. It's, it's, I love Space Aliens. You know, those a lot of you out there, especially if you were up uh, up in here in Minnesota, you, you probably it's, remember it's Space before, Aliens. It's before Saint Cloud. Before Saint Cloud. Okay, it's that Space Alien. So there might be Klingons at Space Aliens, everybody. Yeah, we, <laughs> Yeah, they, they went, um, and I ended up, it was one of those weeks when it was... I think it was one, yeah, I think it was one of, you, I, I think it was <laughs> one of those cold weekends where you were stuck here having to do school. And so, um... That's right, everybody. She's a nerd mom who is doing school, too, so she's, she's really busy all the time. Um... <laughs> So, yeah. so like this, this Klingon thing though. If I'm saying, if you were going and it was to be like an event that like you would to dress up as your Klingon, just like some, some like say somebody's character's birthday or something, or 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 similar event or something. I mean, if you guys were that kind of group, I mean, I guess I'm asking. Um, yeah, I I really, I mean, we we don't dress up. For meetings or anything, I mean, like now when they went to space and space aliens, or I know they've done it at gone down like to Farmington to um, A and W, and oh, that is one of the good ones. Um, you know, we're we did an invasion. Okay. <laughs> of the restaurant and every you know for the most part everybody showed up in costume, um, and that I know A and W was bef when I was just starting to. Um, get involved more than just being a person hanging out in their part in the party room all night. <laughs> um, so we were we run a party room at MarsCon. Um, You've done that one for a number of years, haven't you? Yeah. I, well, they. Well, they, I mean, it's been have, there a I, number of years. Yeah, I, I've, I, this is this was the third year I've actually worked the party room, not just been a person hanging out in the party room. <laughs> Okay, uh, real quick, uh, I, I do recall, uh, Patrick, uh, some of you who might know out at Renaissance Festival and go out on some of these fun weekends, there is a Klingon fairy that appears out at, uh, at, uh, 
Sometimes he, he has lots of characters at uh, at fest, but uh, most people most people remember seeing a Klingon fairy. It's hard to to miss. Um, this would be Patrick. Uh, is he a member of your of your of your? Uh, yes. Yes, he is. Uh, so this is an example of some of another version of a Klingon that you would might see, you know, from her particular group and that. So I mean, she herself does the next gen no ridges or the original series no ridges, whereas. Uh, Patrick's got all the ridges and bells and whistles and that that yeah, a lot of people expect to see when you hear the Klingon. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and a lot of them do both, um, depending on, you know, a lot of it will depend on the weather or um, like when we're at a convention, it depends how they're feeling or whatever, because the the next generation costumes get really hot. They, I, I, I can attest to any t kind of latexing in any costume. I mean, you know, Linda, I've done a lot of theater stuff in that. Uh, latex, well, it, it gets hot even with just spirit gum. Cool. I've done, I've done uh, for one, my fairy character that those of you remember, uh, know from Renaissance, Fluffy the Fairy, my ears, those latex ears, that spirit gum get, gets irritating throughout the day and that I have to re take them off at least halfway through the day. And then reapply just because of the fact that it gets so warm because it traps the heat. So I can attest that well, I understand. Not, yeah, but, I mean, but, not even, but you figure, you know, most of their costuming is uh, leather. Or, oh, yeah. And then put the leather on top yeah. of all that latex and, and that. Oh, and you're in a, you know, in a hotel room that, of course, you know, has no circulation oh. of air. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. And, and you think of the things like I'm at least out at a fa at uh, at the fair in the open air when I'm in my in my ears a lot of times. But, you know, this is Klingons in a hotel room. And, I, and I'm sorry, I just keep picturing a bunch of Klingons with like guitars dressed with the kiss makeup. <laughs> Tearing apart a a a, 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 a um uh a hotel room in, in in a rock rocker kind of fashion, well, well, you know, belting out Klingon opera or something. That this is the uh this is kind of the kind of thing I think when I hear Klingon party room. That's what runs through my head. Um, yeah, we we usually you know try and do the party room theme based on the theme of. The con. Mo most party rooms and most things will kind of stick in the in that uh, right in that one. Um, um, and so then you know we get we always have um, targwiz, which is our non-alcoholic drink. Tar targwiz. For those out there who do not know what a targ is, I know what a targ is. I it's one of the few Klingon things I think are actually nice. I think they're cute. There's something about a little porkly face like that with all the horns sticking out that and i play star trek online so you see tar wild targs with the with the klingons all the time what is targ milk um traditionally according to star trek lore what is the milk of a targ what is a targ let's go with that what's a targ i i don't know you you don't know what a targ is okay well i <laughs> i know what a targ is um a targ is it's a it's a pig-like boar um but it, it's it, they're the attitude they have in at least the ai the way they have them in star trek online they seem like both a boar like cattle like cow and then also dogs because they follow around the klingons like dogs but they're also warlike things um 
I'm not. I, I'm not a big Klingon fan. I'm not. Uh, the only Klingon I've ever really liked is is Lieutenant Worf. Um, Michael Dorn was great as Worf. Uh, especially, uh, I liked him on on uh, DS Nine. He was really good on DS Nine. I don't know if you saw any of that part of yeah. DS Nine. Um, he he gets to captain a ship for a while. He's captaining the Defiant, um, which is a battle cruiser type. Um, that's right. See, I, I'm good with ships in that. Um, a little more of that kind of knowledge. Not so much with, uh, Klingon stuff. But Atari, basically, they milk this thing. And so they, they, um, so normally, you know, there's Targ's milk. Uh, because it is one of the things you can get in Star Trek Online. It's one of the items that will give you health back. But you have, this is Targ Piss. Targ Wiz. Targ Wiz. So, I feel like... The Targ Wiz would be far less offensive than the Targ Milk when you think of the fact that it's milk coming from a boar. So, but what, is, what do you guys use for your tar, Targ Wiz? It's basically a Tang Gatorade type. Tang Gatorade thing. You know, anytime, I still think, like, astronauts, remember, like, your Tang, you know. Let's go, let's go fly in a rocket ship, yeah, everybody, because, with some Tang. Because you want to give... We, we want to have something in the room that yeah, will yeah. hydrate. Hydrate, exactly. Uh, that is something about cons and conventions that I've noticed a lot of them have gotten so much better about over the years. Um, and and it is nice now to go back to doing some conventions here and there and um, and seeing the changes that have been happening with that. That is great. Uh, hydration is something that is always on everybody's mind and should be at, con at conventions. If it is not, you guys are not doing it right because you're going to want to pass it out and then you're going to miss out on a lot of stuff. Um, you just went to a really cool convention. I'm still jealous about this because I could not go. Um, but you went to GalaxyCon this last year. You saw so much stuff. You were, like, beaming when you came home. You saw so many things. You got to meet a lot of people. Um, and that leads into the next thing I wanted to get on to. Uh, Power, uh, Power Rangers. Power Ranger moms. Um, my mom is a Power Ranger mom, everybody. Um, I, I'm i the oldest of, of four, and she is... Uh, she has had every one of my siblings, except my sister. I don't really think she... She watched a little bit with me here and there, when she was really little, but she, uh, wasn't really much of her thing, I don't know, I, I, I would have to ask her if she's big on Power Rangers, like, still nerdy about it, I still am, I think it's one of the greatest shows of all time, for 90s kids shows, um, I mean, that's because everybody who's anybody, gay, straight girl, even some straight guys I know will admit that he was always an attractive guy on Power Rangers, and that is... One of the Power Rangers who you got to meet, <laughs> Linda got to meet Tommy at GalaxyCon last year. How was getting to meet Tommy? Uh, well, since they run you through the line pretty fast, it was really cool, though. I mean, I said I, I kind of laughed because I was like, oh, hey, I want to go see this person and this person. Oh, Tommy's going to be there and Amy's going to be there. I'm going to go see the Power Rangers. <laughs> I, I completely forgot about Amy Jo Johnson being there. That's actually pretty cool, too. Um, and, and the guy who's the voice of, of Alpha, Alpha 5. Five yep. <laughs> so there was there was a lot of Power Rangers stuff there. And that's the thing, too, is that it's one of those shows that survived 
you know, being a TV show, and I mean, you as a as a nerd mom, uh, you can attest to this. You know, it's not a American made show. Everybody, it is a show that is made over in Japan. A lot of the fight sequences they use in the American stuff, but then they redo um, the recording for most of the American uh, the uh, American with American actors and that, so that they have their voices in the thing, and then the voiceover on them, but. That doesn't matter to his kids. It's, and I'm sure that you, as as a Power Rangers mom, can it, it, agree to this with your kids watching it. We don't care what you know if it, if the voice is coming from the actual Power Ranger or just the voice in the background. It's one of those shows. Um. Um. Let's see here. Okay, she's got it. She's got it. She's showing me a meme on her on her Facebook. No, it's up. An advertisement from Galaxy Con. Oh, it's an advertisement from Galaxy Con. Okay, let's on, see. On um, May twenty fourth, Jason David Frank is doing it. They have a lot of free live experience that you can register for. Um, at and he's doing a um, free Q and A session. Um, and I, when stream. when I uh, share the podcast link, everybody, I will have Lin, uh, I'll have Linda when she shares it. She can put up this information because I know there's going to be a lot of people out there who are probably going to be interested in seeing this, um, this live streaming from him, and that that's actually really cool. Yeah. Uh, um, and and then there's also um, you can purchase a um, one-on-one two-minute chat, and you can also purchase. Um, to get personalized autographs and a video recording. All that has to be done before the May 24th date, but they've got a few other ones coming up too that look kind of interesting. Okay. Um, you can go ahead and, uh, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit more about, about GalaxyCon. I am... Uh, I am also, as you guys know, we're, we're constantly, uh, while I'm recording or, uh, stuff like that, I'm constantly answering questions you guys send in. If you guys want to send, I, I do try and remember to put up, I am actually in the middle of putting up right now. Uh, hey, uh, you know, send us some, uh, some questions here if you guys have anything you want to ask a nerd mom. It, this is good. We're going to start this as a name for, for <laughs> nerd moms out there, because, I know it's already a thing, but you know, let's give them a shout out. It is. It was Mother's Day this last Sunday, and you know, nerd bombs deserve some love here too. So May is for nerd bombs. Um, but yeah, uh, um, what, uh, what, what? Uh, I mean, you you obviously saw, you know, Jason David Frank, uh, Amy Jo Johnson, um. Um. What? Who had, else was there? What else? else did, uh, yeah, let's let's hear. Uh, this. This last one, they have a, I don't know how many people that come in, and you can um, get, you know, everybody's autographs. You need to have cash for every single one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so plan accordingly because uh, the cash goes fast. Um, <laughs> and um, anyway, we saw... Uh, George Takei. See, um, that's one of the ones that I'm personally really, really jealous about because I loved Mr. Sulu on Next Gen. Mr. Sulu and uh, and uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Spock. Those were those were the two yeah, right there. Yeah, no, we had um, Walter Koenig, um, 
Nichelle Nichols. How was that one? The Nichelle Nichols one. Was that one like, because uh, I feel like she, I feel like in real life, she is the, she's not necessarily sassy, but she's always sassy. You know what I mean? Oh, well, let's see. She was there. Um, she's, she, whenever she finished her last, this last round of tours, mm-hmm. um, she was going to be done touring because she is uh, got a lot of health issues. Um, so her son was with her, and... How much do they look alike? This is a curiosity. Like, I've heard, I, I mean, they say celebrity kids and their parents look so much more alike. Uh, I don't... I, I don't know if I would have known it was her son, except somebody had said that it was. Okay. But I mean... I mean... I also guess, you know, you, you think of her as... Uhura, and you know, you, you don't think of her as, as a mom. Well, not even that, but as her current age. I guess that's true. You really don't. So this, this gentleman comes in pushing her in her wheelchair, and he's got white hair, and he's older. So, you, you know, assume, like, maybe her husband or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, know. well. So, and here, you know, like, no one oh, assumed that she. You, 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 oh, well, you know. <laughs> At least you at least you assumed it was her husband, and not like her her gentleman lover or something. That would be terrible. And but yeah, okay. So anyway, um, but was she? Did it seem like she was like that? Like, because that's always been my impression she, of her. Was like she's I mean, the reserved sassy. Like she's the kind of black of of, of black lady. I'm going to use the term black lady because I always think of her as of as that black lady who everybody has to listen to on the USS Enterprise because you know. She, she was on comms. Everybody had a little... She was going to tell you something important. And anyway, um, yeah, she, she... I mean, you know, like I said, you, you don't really get a chance to talk to them that much, but... Um, no, I know, we're but... We're standing in line, so you kind of hear as they're having yeah, conversations. That's more what I and, mean. And um, what was really cool is this one lady came in, and she... I think she may have... Anyway, we let her go ahead of, of us, those of us in the VIP line, mm-hmm. because she had health issues herself. Yeah, no. And so... Very anyway, noble of you, Linda. Very well. noble. Especially <laughs> in cons. Anybody who's been to a convention knows if, if there's anybody who's doing, uh, that's doing autographs or anything like that, if you're in line to get an autograph, it can take forever. And... When you do see those people who there might be somebody who does have, I mean, you don't necessarily think, think, oh, they might have moments left to live. But, you know, that's kind of the attitude that a lot of people should have is, you know, oh, this person is, you know, more, they, they, standing might actually hurt for them when they let them ahead or, or, you know, that kind of thing. So that, that's noble, Linda. Well, they were being actually, as the, the people who are monitoring and letting you in and out, they were being, you know. Yep, you're in the VIP line, so, you know, you get to go first. But they also were not saying, okay, everybody in the VIP line goes, and then the general lines go. They were, you know, intermixing them. And um, anyway, this lady had a some type, some pamphlet or something. Anyway, it had a poem in it that Michelle Nichols had written for her son when he was a baby. And it had pictures of her with him as a baby. 
and she was having Michelle Nichols sign it. And then um, they also had his son sign her son sign it. Oh, that's because that's he was sweet. the baby. <laughs> that is sweet. And so it was it was really cool. And um, you know, she had you know she they, they all kind of tried to take a few minutes to talk, but it was really hard for some of them because you couldn't get like I had some people I couldn't even get my name in to get it on the autograph because the per person in front of me just wouldn't leave. Oh. So even as they're walking away, they're still talking to them. So they're still engaging to the, this other person mm -hmm. and not paying attention to who's next in line. Yeah, um, and, and that can be, I mean, some people, they can really, you know, you can really get in the zone when you're meeting them. Or there's those people out there who just, they they hardcore fan. And, and you do run those things. There was... I believe you said there was an instance where you wound up in a selfie with one of them oh, that I, you didn't even pay for or something. Um, no, I was in a selfie with uh, David Jason Frank, or Jason David Frank, but that was included in, he had a... I thought there was one that you wound up not, you had not paid for, but somebody else was like, like they were just like, oh, just everybody here kind of thing or something. No. No, Maybe somebody else. Uh, I've, I talked to a few people who did GalaxyCon, so I mean, who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I knew you did the the. That was the fun one. She got she, this lady here got a picture with Jason David Frank, who is now he, now he does MMA. He's an MMA fighter, so he's even bigger than he was, like muscular wise. And he was on it's Power Rangers. Hard to tell because he was wearing. A, he was actually he was the only one I think only person I think in the whole place. That was actually wearing a suit coat. You know, that it still boggles my mind. Like, I've seen him in suit coats, but <laughs> you don't picture, you can't, you, you, I mean, I've seen pictures online of him in suit coats, yeah. but you can't picture him in your head in a suit coat. And. I think most of the time in, in Power Rangers, like, he was in a tank top or a, a sleeveless shirt, too. And then. Let's see. I think it was, no, no, he wasn't, he did wear a t-shirt occasionally when he was the red, uh, Zero slash Turbo Ranger, so I only watch the original ones. I know, you know, I I think about it. Of all of them, that is that is still up there the best. I mean, my my favorite, one of my favorite Power Rangers is the uh, Purple Wolf Ranger. Uh, that's the one that appears in. Uh, he's the the teacher of the three main Power Rangers in uh, Jungle Fury. I just liked it because there's finally a Purple Ranger, and the color was like an amethysty purple too. And like a Julie Amethyst dark mm -hmm. deep purple, and then uh, and because it was a wolf, and it's like oh, if if they they're a shark, and you know that what the wolf is always better, uh, but um, but I mean the only other real one that I really really liked, I liked the Mystic Force one. That was really cool. I don't know if you heard about that one. It was um, it was the Power Rangers where they were their magic didn't come from as as those of you who are really hardcore Power Rangers out there, and you know this term too, Linda, as a Power Ranger mom. Uh, the grid, where the morphers power comes from the grid. Zordon talks about it all the time. The morphing grid. Um and our or Alpha says, Oh, oh, oh I I I you know, power hey, hey. the power power rangers, the grid is in you know, whatever. Um well the the Mystic Force don't use their powers don't come from the grid. It comes from magic. So it was like, oh that's new, that's different. And the Power Rangers were wizards, and it's like, okay, okay. 
It was it was something really different. I mean, you might have to sit down and watch that one. That's an interesting one there, uh, Linda. Uh, it really is a different uh, different way to look at it. It's uh, um, and the Power Rangers themselves are their Zords. Like they turned into giant. They're, they're the 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 uh, the night Zords or whatever. I don't remember the actual name of them, but they're they are their Zords, and it's it's crazy and all that. It's uh, one of the weird ones. Um, I do know you watched the uh, the new Power Rangers movie though. I haven't watched any of them. I thought you watched the newest one, the new new reboot one, didn't you? Nope. I haven't watched any. I know I watched it. It is good. You you might have to watch it. Uh, It was pretty good. Um, Let's see here. I lost my list. My list went away, everybody. I've been following a list, and we've had some pretty good flow with the the direction. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. Um, You're not a big... I mean, there are some... There are some nerd bombs out there who... They're very specific on their things. They like their um. Uh, we're not gonna. We're I'll, we're only making honorable mention because you used to watch it. I used to watch it too. Uh, there's those nerd bombs out there where their only thing is they like The Walking Dead. You gave up on it. I gave up on it. it, it, it we're done. No, I, I I mean I watched it through last year. The, yeah, the you you I didn't you you went it. you went longer than I did. But, um, then there's nerd moms out there who, they're Power Ranger moms, like Linda's a Power Ranger mom. Uh, there are nerd moms out there who are con moms. They go to cons, conventions themselves, they're the ones who bring their kids with, and their kids might be in costume too, they might be doing costume. Uh, Linda as a Klingon, that, that's the same category she goes into, falls into with that. Um, with the similarity with con moms, then you've got another subcategory in there, which are known as anime moms. Now, there are, I think of this as two classifications. These two classifications are, there's anime moms who are anime moms and themselves enjoy watching some anime. And then there are anime moms who are anime moms, but it's their kids. and But they know it's an anime. That's their thing that they can at least do. Linda, you fall into both those categories, because I know for a fact there's sometimes there's anime, there's shows there that you know, they're like, oh, I know that's anime, but you don't know what the heck they're actually talking about. And then there are ones that you watch that are anime. Um, the last one I remember you watching was uh, Little Witch Academia. Yep. That one was good. I watched that one, too. It was kind of, it was a cute one. Um, that, that same studio, I believe it's the same studio. Anybody out there, if you know if it is or not, I don't. I'm sure if I were to, if they were home, I don't know if they are. If I would haul her upstairs and ask, yeah, one of them would home. tell me if the studio was not. But I think it's the same studio that does My Hero Academia. I would think so with a name that's similar. Um, uh, but I mean that's a cute one. But going backwards, there is some older anime out there that that uh, some more seasoned nerds out there know of. That I don't know, Linda. Do you, is there any out there that you saw that? are what we call old-school classics? Um, I know I once in a while would hit Sailor Moon when it was on... That, that is a, a good... Long, long that is ago. a good one. Uh, it, is, um, it is an old-school classic. And, but really, it was more after when um, the boys were would watch um, Pokemon and Digimon and... Both again, really good ones. I I watched both of them. And then um, I know you know, and I've, I've they watched Bleach, so I would. So you really a lot more of the ones that you were interacting with were 
So you, I mean, I'm talking like, did you, uh, Ghost in the Shell? That's an older one. No. Um, Akira. Nope. Oh, okay. Steven's got Akira. I know Steven's got Akira. I've seen it on the shelf. <laughs> I go every once in a while and I look at the DVD shelf that's upstairs and it's got all the, the anime on it. It's like... one of the harder ones to find. It, it is, it is a, one of those ones out there that is a pretty difficult one to find, mainly because it's... <laughs> It is older, but I think it's also because it is an older one with one of those uh, higher uh, maturity ratings on it. I do notice a lot of times with anime, it can be harder to find those ones that do have like the mature or adult label on them, or even the well, NC-17, that one's even getting up well, there. Yeah, and I, well, I think for Akira, I think I ended up getting it in a dealer's room at um, one, of the con one of the cons, and it was after Steven was 18, because I had to make sh verify with him that I was getting what he, the right one, and um, he was, he didn't start coming to um, Convergence until uh, he was 18, because up until then, of course, um, we were at Boy Scout camp. Oh, yeah. So it was after Boy Scout camp, that, um, when we were done with camp, that... So, so really, uh, you're you're a new age uh, anime mom then. Mainly, you're you're one of those ones. If you've watched anime mostly through, if you have seen it all the way through, it's been one of the newer ones. Um, I mean, I I know of a couple parents out there. I'm just talking. We're just talking anime moms. I'm sure there are also anime dads or or uh, Trekkie dads. I know my my uh, stepdad Peter. He actually falls in line as a Trekkie dad or a uh, an anime dad. Uh, he's the one who actually, um, the first time I saw Akira, uh, I saw it with him. And he's like, you gotta watch this. Is, this is a good old, old classic one. Another one that he's watched, which I, I do agree with my mother on, on her opinions of this character, uh, uh, the, the female singer on it, but Robotech. Uh, that's another one of those ones. So, I mean, I, I've, I've definitely seen some, uh, some, anime dads out there will say too so i mean don't don't think out there everybody that we're just kind of singling out dads we are talking more mom kind of thing because it's may why not talk to a mom and get mom opinions because you know they know more um <laughs> in what is it july july is when father's day is right june, june. yeah no, excuse me june yeah uh because then july is Fourth July and then August. Was August? 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 Whatever. Um. Anyways. Uh. Because then Father Day's dads know everything, in the, in the month of June. So. Um. Anyways. Uh. Um. Um. So I mean, like I said, the most I've I've seen you recently watch a little, which uh, academia. Uh. I mean, I'm constantly telling you, hey, you should watch this about uh, fairy tale, but you still yet to do it. Well, I haven't watched a lot if it wasn't already on my recorded list. Cause I I'll, think you know what? I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll super nerd out. Um, it's giving me a, a heads up. <laughs> Ow. Because the first part of the segment, uh, the first segment, I'm using a new app, everybody. We're going to pause here for a moment. Um. Uh, where it actually, I can cut up an episode into segments. This first one is 60 minutes, and then it cuts into the next one, and then I, I has to stop, and then we have to do a, 
a thing. It's for uh, editing later on. Um, so it it's uh, you'll hear a momentary. Then we'll be back right back into the exact same topic uh, here um, uh, momentarily. Okay, we are back. Uh, we were just talking anime, um, and I was telling, uh, we were mentioning with Linda, uh, say hello again, we are back. So, hello! Uh, we were at, uh, Fairy Tale. I've been telling Linda forever she needs to see Fairy Tale. Um, those, I'm sure there's plenty of you out there who agree with me. It is a great one, um, and since you do watch, you, you're more always, I've always known, as, as long as I've known you, you've always been a little bit more of a fantasy kind of person, too, when it comes to some of the more stuff, the stuff you do enjoy. Uh, fantasy or really sci-fi stuff, people. Um, I've watched some TV shows with her, too. She's the one who got me watching Sh the Shadowhunters TV show. And now I'm going to backtrack and read the books. And I know, everybody, you should do it the other way around, where you read the books first, then. Yeah, but... Um, I usually prefer to watch first and then read the books, because then I don't get mad about what they cut. <laughs> what they cut from the... Yeah. Sometimes but they changed because I mean I can still get mad about it, but it's like I'm not looking for something in the show, going. Well, well where did this? Why didn't they do this part? Or why you know? Well, I'm, I mean that, that's a, that, I can understand that. That's definitely. I mean, it doesn't work exactly with old shows, for or, or old movies, for example, like Lord of the Rings. I mean, they had to cut stuff from that because look at how long it already was. Right. But. Then you look at other things, too, like, but in the same vein, it's like, uh, for example, when you have multiple realities, and this is actually leading into our next thing we're going to talk about here, but when with, like, some of the superhero TV shows out there, that are out there, there there's many retellings of the stories, because there's a lot of different, um, different writers who retell some of the stories over and over again with different characters or different outcomes in that. So, I mean, in that, it, it stacks up, like, realities, and then, you know, so... You can always be like, oh, they're doing this storyline with some of the TV shows. Um, I mean, I know you're not big on reading some of the, the comics and that for some of the old heroes. I mean, I know you have, what was it, uh, Batman and Robin, I think, the old yeah. uh, um, comic strips. Um, and then, uh, what was the other one? I thought you had two of them. Um, I have Batman and Robin. I have a book that's the Joker... I don't know. I haven't read it, so I and so I don't know how it's gonna follow, or if the movie's even gonna follow it at all. It may be completely different. Um, and then I have the graphic novel novel of the Watchmen. Oh, that's a good one. I. You know, I'm glad that they didn't... I, it's the only way to describe it, because there's no real other way to describe it. And I'm gay, everybody, so you kind of expect me to say this, but I'm glad that they did not censor the movie from the graphic novel with Watchmen with the big blue dick. Because it's not even, like, anything sexual with it in the comic. It's literally just the fact that it's this big glowing blue guy... Who happens to be naked floating around and is basically a god. You don't think about the fact that he's naked and his big blue dick is hanging there. You just think, oh, this is Dr. Manhattan, the superhuman. You know, you ignore that kind of feature. So I'm glad that they didn't kind of, they didn't choose to censor it the way they, they that everybody was thinking they were going to originally, and they just they made it a, a higher rating when it went to theaters and that. And I mean, even when you're watching it as 
at at home you don't think about about that or even you know there's other things in that particular movie that were some pretty um pretty graphic and uh 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 heavy images like there's the uh the abuse on um uh silk spider i think her name was the first one uh you you know the part i'm talking about though where uh comedian is smacking her or whatever yeah uh i mean it it's there's there's some really dark things and those are things you don't think about with superheroes so now as we're watching like these tv shows me and linda for a while I I kind of fell flat on it more because it was some the storyline just didn't was stopping making sense to me. Um, I might try going back and rewatching it and then jump back in with Linda here. I don't know. It's uh, uh Legends of Tomorrow, and like every week she's watch she watched the new episode of that and um. Uh, you're still liking it though. Yeah, it's okay. You're liking the way, like, the story. I mean, I, I am, I will admit I am upset that I am missing John Constantine because Matt Ryan is, I don't know if it's the, it, the fact that I, when I see, when I picture John Constantine, I basically picture Matt Ryan as, as John Constantine because he's perfect. Or if it's just because of the fact that, you know, it's John Constantine who's one of my, who is one of my favorite DC characters. I have very limited ones that are up there as my favorite favorites, whereas Marvel, there's a lot I like with Marvel characters, which is, I think that's lately why I've been defaulting from Marvel to DC. That's right, everybody. I I like my Marvel comics. I like my DC, but I am, I have been watching more DC stuff. That, and I do have a subscription on DC Universe app. Uh, it's a great app um, out there. Um, you can watch Titans, um, Swamp Thing is on there, unfortunately it was cancelled. Uh, the, uh, Fox, uh, uh, gave the rights to Constantine back to DC, so DC was able to put Constantine on there, so that's on there. I get my Matt Ryan, if I want to watch that. Um, you haven't really watched anything on that. I know I've got the app signed in on your Fire Stick, but I don't think no, you've watched I... anything yet. Um... I have to get caught up on all of my cooking competitions. <laughs> this is the other thing. Nerd moms are cooking moms, usually. So they use, a lot of times you'll see that they have, like, cooking shows on their DVRs or all these cookbooks. Or Linda uh, sells Pamper Chef stuff, so she constantly is cooking kitchen stuff around. Um, but, uh... That being said, like, uh... As a, as a, um, we'll move to that subject, let's move to that subject. You have always had, like, neighbor kids, I guess, you can say they're neighbor kids, because Russ only, his family only lives down the road. Um, you're saying, you've, you've always had kids in your house that weren't your own. Uh, yeah, what, more so after the boys were junior high, high school, um, they started hanging out with couple of guys that some of them they had met they were a year older than right ahead of Steven so they had met them at say YMCA or things like that they knew them from um, other things from school so and then they all started hanging out together and okay so you you were a later house mom or whatever we want to call it yeah, uh, well, yeah and the then, boys but, went to YMCA okay so 
But I mean, you I mean, you've been you were you did daycare. You've you've told me before in yeah, the past. I, did, I, I mean, you you've always been like one of those moms that has kids around. But as as a nerd mom and that and and uh, it was more like you deal you've dealt with more of the teenage except for when your kids were younger, really. Yeah. Well, when my kids were little, I had done um, did daycare for the first three years after David was born. Okay. So and then. I went back to work, and then when they were in school, they went to YMCA before and after school, um, and in the summer, and then, of course, once they get into junior high, they that falls yeah falls it, off. well <laughs> well and that <laughs> then you start hearing that's that's really probably when, with you that's when you start really hearing the the probably the anime a lot more because that's usually when a lot more kids you start hearing about anime coming from them and they're in school and that is in middle school and high school and that and uh, so you know when when was the first time that that you heard from your i guess it would be david's the cosplayer of the two because I don't really ever hear about... Well, I mean, Steven's usually doing games at, uh, I know, at Detour. I don't know what he, yeah, he does. Well, he, but he does, but uh, when's the first time you, you, you I, I, I don't know, came home or walked into the room and David was getting ready for, in cosplay? What was your thought going through your head? Were you like... I really didn't... See, I, I've really not seen him in his costumes. Really? Other than pictures that are on... That he's posted on Facebook. So we're gonna we're gonna shame David now on on a live forum. Why? Why would you not give your mother satisfaction of taking her own pictures and letting her pinch your cheeks? It's just it would be I, my opinion is it just be just like prom. Well, oh my! Considering my, nobody went to prom. My kids going to my kids going to. Uh, my kid's going to the convention next Saturday, and he's going to be Cloud Strife. I got to get those cheeks. I never pinch cheeks. You never pinch it. Yeah. No. That, that is one thing. Uh, you know, I I know from experience, nerd moms are great at embarrassing their kids. Um, it's a it's a free right they get, I guess. It, I, I don't know. Would you th you think that's a free right? I don't know how much you, you pick on your kids and that. Or picked on your kids, you know, with things here and there. As long as I've known you, I've always thought you've been, you know, one of those, hey, you know, kind of chill, wax kind of people. Um, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I guess sometimes I'll pick on them, but it's usually about other things. <laughs> Say moms pick on moms pick on yeah, but they're only about things. I mean, my mom my mom picks on me all the time about about things I did as a little little kid. Or she's got stories that she likes to tell over and over oh, again. Oh yeah, I do that. Oh yeah, so, yeah, the embarrassing thing. But but that's I think that's always a mom thing, no matter what. Yeah. Whether you're a nerd mom or a, uh, uh, your standard, my kids, you know one-year-old and sitting in front of Sesame Street moms or anything out there. Um, and, I mean, that, that's kind of part of what the entirety of this... I don't want to say point, because there is no point to this particular podcast. It's just talking about things. But this one really does have a thing, because we want to focus on the fact this is May. This is the month for moms. And it's like... Uh, Linda here is, is, is with just what she's told us and been telling us has been that you know moms 
they can be this fun, uh, this fun individual out there, but they also, you know, they, they have their own likes and that, and a lot of times we, those falls, those fall from what you're, you know, us as, as the children out there, myself speaking as a, as a kid out there, we don't always think, well, what does, uh, well, there's this show I'm watching, would my mom like that? Like, I was thinking, I actually thought about that with, um, this one show, I, I have not told her yet, I did mention it to my stepdad, oh, excuse me, um, if my stepdad is, uh, is watching it, then my mom will probably watch it too, uh, uh, Midnight Gospel, I've mentioned it before, it's a great show, but it's like, uh, that's one of those shows that actually did pop in my head, you know, my mom would like this, and I kind of include, Linda when I, when I think about this, hey, my mom might like this, you know, now that I think about it, Linda might like this. Hey, Linda, because uh, my little my little nest, my hovel, is actually uh, positioned in an area behind where Linda sits most days. Everybody, so my my quote unquote normal studio space is what we'll we'll add that name into it is is behind her. So I'm able to yell at her, Hey, Linda, this thing you should watch it, or or I'll hear what she's watching and I'll kind of stick. Snickers sometimes because it'll be nerdy stuff. Uh, Linda watch, uh, watches Big Bang even though the show's ended or whatever. It's in syndication. She still watches it in that. She watches that Young Sheldon. Um, but, I mean... That being said, though, Linda, you're an intelligent person. You're working on a, a math degree right now. I no, mean, I'm working on my ma my my master's in business. Well, master's in business, but, but it, doing you're you're stats. doing it with you're doing it with <laughs> with math right now. And it's like you know that ju that's just right there is I I think about it. I'm like my mom. Could my mom do this kind of math? Maybe my mom could do this kind of math when I'm doing my taxes or something. I'm like, okay, I know I can do this. My mom can do this. I can do this. I mean, my mom has my stepdad usually handle their tax paperwork or take, they take it in or whatever. But, I mean, that's what keeps me going every year and why I do my own taxes is because my mom is, I mean, it, it, you know, that's my thought. I mean, you, you, it being said, moms out there, any mom, my mom included, you know, Linda, you, you know, thanks for giving us the information we need because we don't always think about these things when we're, you know, back in our teen years and that when we're first leaving high school. Yes, I'm an adult. I can leave and that. You don't think, oh, shit, taxes. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, mortgage. I, I don't know. There's something, something out there that's a, a big adult word. Um, Quick, give me a big adult word that's scary, Linda. <laughs> um, bills. Well, bills, that's that's always pretty scary. Uh, 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 I've always found the black folder when you when you talk about marriage and that the having your your black folder set aside for if uh, anything serious were to happen. Oh, that one's always a, a dark and dreary one. It's like oh god, um, stuff I need to deal with because I'm unemployed. <laughs> well, you'll get reemployed soon. We'll we'll. It's that time for everybody out there. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who can uh, can agree with you. It's it's tough right now. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I know you watched Legends of Tomorrow. You were watching Gotham. I know you finished watching. I missed a few episodes. I was an antisocial, not wanting to watch Gotham kind of thing. I, I'm going to go back and watch those last few episodes. Um, 
uh, you were very opinionated on the ending of that show. <laughs> I feel. Like, I don't think you and I have had a conversation about a show ending that was that... That you've been that opinion... That you had that set of an opinion. I think the last time was one of the American Horror Stories. Because we watched those together. Yeah, we've got a couple seasons. We do have a couple seasons we have to catch up on, but but I I I want to I want everybody to hear your your finalized opinion now on the ending do I of Gotham. Remember the ending of Gotham. If you can, if you can't, that's <laughs> fine. I mean, Linda here does a lot. She she deals with scouting still. She does her her Klingon stuff. She does some belly dancing classes. She's in school. Um, uh, you've got your, your, uh, um, conventions you do here and there, um, you do volunteer stuff at those, too. Um, Venture Crew, is that different from Scouts? That's different from Scouts, but still it, a part of it? It's just, it's the program for 14 to 20-year-olds. Okay. Um, you do, uh, I mean, I, I feel terrible because I don't even play it as much as I should. I got you into doing occasionally that Harry Potter, uh, basically like the Pokemon thing. You no, need to join the Pokemon Go. Time. You should you should come into Pokemon Go because I actually do play that. Uh, you should be an instinct with me, and all the good and all the cool people. Cool people are an instinct because our leader's got a leather jacket. <laughs> That's right, everybody. I just uh, I plugged my own team. We're t team instinct here. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, that's another thing. Let's uh, let's get some comments too rolling from uh, uh, about um, as well. Uh, anybody, you know, shout out. What's your team? If you play Pokemon Go, uh, Team Spirit. We, we it's something you can still do a little bit here while we're uh, we're doing the stay at home stuff. Everybody, uh, I I personally know they've gone to a distance raid thing right now where you can. Uh, catch Pokemon, or do raids to catch big Pokemon, and then I know you're kind of, I mean, you know Pokemon, but you're, you're a little lost with Pokemon Go, um, it's like the Harry Potter one, but you're right. catching Pokemon. Well, yeah, I know that. Uh, no, I know you know that, I'm just saying, <laughs> uh, it's that, but the raid part of it is, it's usually, like, a stronger version of something. I know, you have to go to your gyms and all of that Yeah. Stuff. But normally you have to go to the, to the gym, and and now they've they've done a temporary thing for the distancing thing. So I mean, there's that. So see, you wouldn't have to go anywhere because we got a gym right down the road. We could see. Yes, I I don't even need to fight this. Everybody, she's she's gonna do it. I'm gonna get her to play Pokemon Go with us all. We'll get her into the revolution. Um, let's see here. Uh, 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 I'm trying to think what other DC. Well, I mean, I know you watched uh, Legend of Tomorrow. I stopped on that one too because that was just getting dumb. And you and I were talking about that as it was ending, like as as we, as each season had ended, as it kept going. We we're like, oh my god, that was so dumb. It was so dumb, and it just kept getting dumber. Uh, I liked the show beginning. It was a good show, but it, it just. I mean, maybe you can give a better. Well, what? it's it's one I kind of you know I I I'm still watching it, but so often in the evening if I'm watching even you know or I record it and then watch it later or whatever. But um, 
I'm not watching, watching a lot of what I watch because... Yeah, it's one of those shows now that is, is one of those shows you can just play in the background because you just want something in the background. You're like, you're never... It, it, you don't pay attention. It, it's gotten to that point, which really sucks because for, for TV, it, for superhero TV shows as it is, to do the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was tricky to begin with. I mean, you think about the comics, I know you know who Nick Fury is even in the comics. Uh... I mean, everybody know, knows Nick Fury from the comics, white guy. Uh, but our the, our favorite actor, well, a favorite actor, mine, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who is an awesome actor, black guy. Uh, the 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 Black Fury is actually General Fury in the comics, but instead they did do Colonel. But he's still awesome, and it's great that they at least had uh, uh, I think it's one in that when they had more connections to. The movies, I think, was when it was better. That's that's my opinion, I guess, on it. I, I don't know if yours would be different from that, but... Um, well, like I said, I mean, I, I kind of... I mean, I've still not seen all the movies or anything. Or no, I know you any, haven't. And not in any particular order, because it's usually, oh, there's nothing else on. Yeah, oh, you, hey, you, you catch them. Uh, uh, this is on... So I'm going to watch it. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's not like I haven't done the, okay, I need to, I mean, it, that's even asking the boys, okay, which ones do we not, don't we have? Which ones do we oh, have? Oh, yeah, no, now it's. Have, a, and they don't even know for sure. Yeah, now it's just, is insane because there's so many um, so quickly. Um, I'm trying, I mean. From uh, uh, we did watch Inhuman together though. That one was good, to a point. Uh, it got it was kind of dumb at the end. There's another one that could have been better. Well, that was my thought. It was dumb. So, some of them, I think they were expecting to get extended, and they didn't. So then yeah. they were doing a quick wrap up. Yeah, and that, and, that and, or they didn't plan something out. A lot of series they they will plan their final episodes. So, and that's why you, you think, okay, they might be ending because they plan their final episodes so that if they don't get renewed, they've ended what they were currently dealing with. Yeah. And I mean, and you know, you, you've seen that, that exact same thing happen. And this is how I, I like to think of nerd moms as, as, as experts on how TV is working in the, and how you just heard her explain that because of the fact <laughs> that they've seen the same kind of pattern to TV shows over the years, because what gives nerd moms their their thing, you know, like, even though it's not technically a new thing, because I, I mean, there's always been moms out there that have had kids that have read comic books, since comic books have existed. But I'm sure Linda here, when I mentioned the, one of these things, Dark Shadows, I'm sure she remembers that being on, on air years ago, or... um. Uh, it, it fell, you know, it followed the soap opera, uh, uh, pattern, um, leading into things like, you know, General Hospital, or, yep. um, Passions, you know, any, you know, uh, those are all in, in, in that soap opera pattern, well then, 
you know, the kid, kids today, uh, they get all excited about the shows that follow that same kind of pattern, but they've modernized them, you know, uh, you watch, you're, uh, you're, like me, a fan of Vampire Diaries, uh, you watched Vampire Diaries, the originals, um, you're watching Legacies now, yep, um, I mean, and, and that, that, that thing, it doesn't change, so that's how, you know, nerd moms, you guys are pretty much set for for all future for anything that comes out for for nerd shows for that kind of pattern because it stays in that kind of thing and even the superhero shows seem to follow that same kind of a uh, a pattern because you know you've got your initial the action of what they're doing but then you got the love stories you know you got the little bit of drama in the background. Um, and I mean, so you guys are you guys are kind of lucky that way because you you grew up in, in that era where it was the the soap operas were that big. It's not it's not that it's not a thing that much anymore, really. Oh no, because there's only like three of them left. I was just I, who was it? There's somebody I saw on the front of I think it was People that had just passed away from a soap opera. It was really big. I can't think of who it was, um, but I was like, Jesus, they're still doing. My first thought was that's still going on the air. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few of them. I know General Hospital's still going, I believe. General Hospital, All My Children, and... Is One Life to Live still going, or did they end that? No, One Life to Live's been done for a long time. Because the last time I remember hearing anything with that one was when they had the gay couple, right before it ended. They had this this young gay couple, I think it was One Life to Live, Uh, and and I remember because we put it on... The TV when the episode aired, we put it on our on the classroom in my chemistry class, <laughs> and we all watched it while uh, while working in our in our uh, packets um, at the uh, at Cedar because we were at the ALC for for that. Oh, so I was like, it's only been canceled in the last. I was oh seven. This was oh seven. Oh yeah, no, or, or it, around it went longer than that. Yeah, it was it was right. It was a little before oh seven, I think. So I think it was oh six with that when that particular episode because it was it, they also was a gay kiss on daytime tv so it was a big deal um so but yeah um i mean you guys are lucky that way uh i i know i'm t- missing some other ones what are uh but old old school let, let's talk about some old old school uh uh heroes from tv and that i mean obviously i'll say xena you know who xena is yeah uh hercules you know some people think of that but there's there's some other shows out there. For example, um, Wonder Woman, old Wonder Woman show. I'm sure you watched that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was. Um, oh, who was that? I know the the actress's name escaping me. I feel so terrible. I know this. Yeah. Um, but but it, moving on. I mean, that's an example. That show was an early early example of. Of the superhero genre, but I, I personally, I, I didn't see. I, I saw one or two episodes of what the old Wonder Woman show when they were on. I, I don't even remember what how I saw it. I just remember seeing a couple of them. I didn't, so I did not see it. Was it? Did it follow us any particular layout, or was? So I always kind of pictured it almost like um like the TV land TV shows a little bit, like uh, uh, Adam oh. Twelve or some of those. I pictured that's how. Uh, Wonder Woman was more like Charlie's Angels yeah, or something. Probably somewhat like that. Yeah, um, Linda Carter. Linda, that's who it was. Yes, yes. 
God, I, I feel so bad because I've always like, yeah, I, I've that, always that liked was, her as an actress in, too. Was, that that was in the seventies, and I was in elementary school, early junior high when it was on. So, I you know I watched it, but I don't really remember. No, no, I'm not expecting you to either. I'm just saying is is, is if you did remember the. I mean, you know, that's one I mean, thing, too, is those shows that we see. the Six Million Dollar Man, too, so. <laughs> uh, actually, on that same subject of, of old here, you saw one of the, the old Flash, didn't you, uh, at GalaxyCon? I think we were talking about that, because he was there. Possibly it's not one, somebody that was on my... I don't know. I don't think it was list. on your thing. I think you said you, like, saw his line or something that was super long. Well, it wasn't someone I was looking to... No... So, um, um, but yeah, no, I mean, th that's another thing. Those, that's another old TV show that's like the way that those ones were compared to the shows you see now for the, for the heroes or even the, you know, the ones that follow that soap opera kind of well, layout. I mean, even when you look at, you know, your, um, Adam West Batman. I love the Adam West Batman. See, there we go. You thought of one that I forgot. Or, um, um, uh, Lewis and Clark. Adventures of Lewis and Clark. Lois. Lois and Clark. It was, uh, uh, Superman and, and Lois Lane. Yeah, I didn't watch that, that one was a, uh, I believe it was on syndication. I don't remember when it originally first came out or that, but that was, that's, a, uh, that's one that it's like, I saw, uh, it's one you can watch on the DC app, and I was like, oh, I completely forgot about that one. But then you think about it, and it's like, are, there's really not any shows that, that play like this anymore, you know, that have that, that can't be filled of the, the hero's gonna save the day in the end. They they do a lot more of the, the um, cliffhangers now. And, I mean, you've heard me watching uh, watching stuff and waiting for something. Seriously, that's how that ends? And, I mean, I know you've been there in that same boat with stuff. It's like, God, now everything's such a wait-and-see thing. Like, they, they really... They don't tie the... The show doesn't tie out as a... They don't tie the the whole show isn't doesn't have things ongoing. I mean, even you know, say in in your original Batman and Robin episodes, one that episode ended, and yeah, you had certain things that maybe carried over. You know, your um, Catwoman Batman love story, but you know. They weren't where they carried over, and they were continuing from. Yeah, the villain. The villain was the the villain was the villain was usually beaten in one episode. And you know, um, but um, e you know, e even any of your your TV sitcoms or whatever, they might end that particular episode, but the next episode is still going to have things. That have carried over. From yeah, that. yeah, no, yeah. and that, that's a, that's something that the, that every TV show does. But like that, the older hero shows, they would you know a lot more was that the villain was beat at the end of the show. You know the same thing from like the old days of the the radio uh, uh, dramas and that. I myself, I love the old some of the old radio ones. I I have uh, an app on my phone for uh, for reading the uh, for listening to uh, the old Superman uh, uh, radio shows. I have vintage radio. Yeah, I've got something like that. And, uh, I mean, those those were great. I mean, you know, but th 
the hero was beaten, usually. I mean, it's very rare even in those that they're, last time, uh, this, uh, well, now it seems like every single TV show, hero, vampires, not, well, not really much in comedies, obviously dramas, you know, a lot of times it, it doesn't fit into that set, you know, maybe hour that the TV show is. It, it's going over several several episodes, and it's like, sometimes it really seems to drag, uh, drag out, where you know, some of us, like me, do like that classic, so, oh, the hero's done, let's move on to the next one, kind of thing, quick little thing for some of them, because some of those villains just are, or, or whatever's going on, just is, oh my god, this is so dumb, end it, end it. Um, uh, moving into the last thing I have on the list, into TV shows, and I know my mom's a big fan of this one, you are also a Supernatural mom. Yep. And this is, actually, we could do this in two categories. You're a Supernatural mom because you like paranormal stuff. But you're also a Supernatural mom because you like the TV show, Supernatural. I mean, you have mugs. Mm -hmm. You have the car. I have the car. You have DVDs. I need. I think I have three seasons to watch. I've. I. I will watch occasionally. Um. I mean, I'll usually just throw it on Netflix or something. And I mean, I. I haven't seen a lot of the newer seasons and stuff, but. I had gotten caught up, and then for some reason, that year when I finally got caught up, and then, for some reason, it didn't. Even though it was set to record, it didn't record. Oh. So, by the time I realized that it wasn't. It, uh, the season had actually started, and it wasn't recording. They were too far in to catch okay. up on CW.com. So, oh. <laughs> so but that's that's one show for Netflix. Or that DVDs. is one show that you've been you've been dedicated to since like the first season. Yeah, I have heard that every single. I mean, not just not just nerd moms, not just like you know nerds in general. Like every single mom i've ever heard i've ever heard in general they pretty much watched from season one my opinion is it's because of jensen nichols and jared i'm not even gonna try but that's a oh, last name <laughs> yeah that's a that's it's a last name <laughs> Padalucky. jared Padalucky. <laughs> there we go yeah uh, uh, usually you see stuff of dean with the car um and, 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 you know, and then there's those who, uh, Jason Eccles used to be on All My Children. Yep. He also was, uh, he, don't really he was also on, there, uh, Smallville, too. A different, uh, a, 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 a superhero TV show. And, but. I will say I did like Smallville. Um, I was kind of... I, I would have watched the Aquaman spinoff if they only aired the pilot. Because the person they had playing Aquaman, I thought he was cute. Um, uh, I will have to show you sometime the pilot, because it's on the DC app. It's one episode. It was it was, it was was a spinoff of Smallville. Because when you, uh, later on in Smallville, they started having other metahumans appear, and these were people that some of them were individuals who would become members of Justice League later on. Uh, and that, so, uh, uh, and 
So they were trying to kind of originally do a Justice League kind of thing. So they did a spin-off show called Aquaman. And they were doing Aquaman. Made it a pilot. That's as far as it made. Those were back in the days when a show would just end. You wouldn't try. They wouldn't. They wouldn't cancel, and you'd have a few little shows here that they'd air. It would just stop. Um, I'm sure you remember. You, you've probably seen what happened with a few shows over the years. Yeah, we had one one that we were we really we, it was a dumb it was dumb, but we really liked it, and then it uh it, they cut it after like six episodes. So movie, uh, I mean. That that's one of those things, you know. That's that's a dedi- that's a show that you become dedicated to as well, though. When a lot of times that's what happens is the show that just ends. You really like the way that it is, and then, um, for example, I was a fan of Swamp Thing, which is a new TV show that just came out. Um, I know you haven't seen it yet, but um, it was canceled, and I mean they tried to kind of wrap it up a little bit, but it's like it. It still feels like there's things that that are unresolved in that. Um, uh, I mean, but back on track here. I mean, Supernatural. That that's a show that it's got everything. You got vampires, werewolves, uh, Baba Dukes, uh, angels, demons, ghosts, the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Um, Doppelgangers, gods. Yep. I mean, that that's one of those shows. It's got everything. It's it's like passions, but less romance. <laughs> um, uh, but I mean, in the, in that same thing too. I mean, there's um, there's other shows that I'm sure you watched the entire way through that are still nerd shows that follow that same kind of, uh, of a show that you get dedicated to, um, I'm trying to think of one of the old, uh, I, you, I, I know you're a fan of, you watch Roseanne, and, uh, and you watch, I don't watch all of it, though. But you did watch, uh, you have been watching The Connors now. Uh, I mean, it, it's one of those shows, though, that it's been on for years and years, and you do kind of, even if you miss a few episodes, it's one of those ones you can pick up and, you know, continue, like, Supernatural. It seems like that's one of those shows that, you know, even if this big bad thing is happening, uh, I, I mean, you could probably attest to this, you can usually, easily find where you got lost and then, you know, be able to go back in. It's not difficult to, uh, to navigate that show either. I think that's part of why so many moms out there like it because, you know, a lot of you guys, some of them are younger and they're dealing with their kids probably. And that, I mean, you're a mom who's dealing with school. And, I mean, that that right there, that's that's going to take up time. So that's, that's an exa- a great example of, of, you know, what I had said earlier about moms in general. You guys seem to be those th- those individuals who do it all. And, and that, that's, you know, that's where, why we want to recognize nerd moms, too. Because, you know, you guys, you ha- you seem to do a little bit more. Um, like, like we've been talking about, I mean, look at all the things you, you do here. You're Klingon, you're kind of, to recap here, uh, Klingon, Scout Mom. Um, used to do fast. <laughs> used, used to do fast. That's another thing, too. Uh, you retired two years ago now? Two years ago, from actively working out at Fair, um, Minnesota Renaissance Festival. So I mean, uh, 
that's uh that's definitely uh an achievement under your hat uh and as a worker out there i know every, every time you hit a certain number of anniversaries you got how many of the anniversary gifts did they give you um i got with 30 years i only got cuz um uh, as a volunteer we didn't necessarily know the whole pr- because we don't go to morning meetings or yeah, anything. No. So we didn't have all of the protocol that we had to turn things in. So I got my 20, 25, and 30 years. So you got three, a total of three. That's still a pretty... I see it as you got it. You got three years of service awards. Basically, you could even even if they were 20, 25, and 30, you could basically say, you know, for three decades, you had an average of... An award in every ten years, that's that's still saying something. If you were thinking in that way, and I mean, the as a as a nerd mom who has adult children now, do you do you have any advice for the newer moms out there who you know this is their first kid or this is you know maybe they're just having a hard time in general and they're they're thinking you know oh my god. All this stuff going on in there. Maybe some of them are worrying because of the COVID nineteen stuff with their kids. What uh, what advice as a mom who was probably worrying about your kids' health every day with all of this that's going on, and and you know a mom who has seen some of these these fads and that come and go. What what's your general advice for the new moms? Um, I guess. With a lot of it, you, you do you want to pay attention to, um, that how the kids are looking at it and reacting. Um, I know I had a lot of people who were, you know, don't have kids who were appalled because they watched Bleach, and they couldn't believe I let my kids watch Bleach, because or Inuyasha. Because it was on Adult Swim. My kids were in junior high or upper elementary. I don't remember when they started watching it. But, you know, they're like, well, there's this, 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 and this, you know, with this whole relationship, guy girl relationship. And it's like, okay, I, <laughs> I don't think my kids are paying any attention to that. <laughs> which I so, knew they were. So, ba- so basically kind of follow follow which parts of the story they're, they're following yeah, you and, know, and you'll be able I to mean, relate more is what well, you're saying. Well, not even that, but just, you know, some people are going to gonna say, you know, okay, that show's not really for kids or this or that's, you know, not good for kids or whatever. And you, you have to look at, you know, as an adult watching something, you're picking up on those adult innuendos that are in that show. I mean, even Power Rangers had things. Oh in God, it yeah, that were, yeah. Were and, uh, the thing adults. is, they're they're aimed at the adults because they know that the adults are watching the the shows with the kids. They and, want to entertain well, the adults too. And, and actually, um, the Japanese versions of Power Rangers are adult TV. Yeah, no, God, no. Of so, course. There definitely are. So, yeah. Um, I mean, you have a, mo- a giant monster that basically looks like a, you know, I, 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 the only way I could describe this monster I saw once on a Power Rangers was it looked like a condom monster. It looked like a monster just covered in broken condoms, and it's just like, ugh. 
so you know, but you you, you have to you know what's your kids. I swear, I level? swear, Goldar was a was a uh, a dom, a dom a dominant. I swear that's that's got to be Goldar in all that metal, you know. And uh. um, I guess you know, and, and I kind of have I have my own opinions as far as you know, kids being at. At fest or at cons, there's a time and place for it. Um, yeah, it's cute to see the little kids coming around in in their costumes or whatever. Well, when they're coming around to a party room, when you're dragging them to the party rooms at ten at night or nine at night, and then you're not paying attention to them because you're talking with your friends or whatever, you can't do that either. And you have to look at, you know, even if you're... It's fun to be a nerd, but you do have to remember you have responsibilities is what you're basically and, saying. Well, I mean, my kids came out to fast when they were little, but they were, until they were old enough to kind of semi-take care of themselves, they were only there, like, their dad would bring them out when he came out after work. So they'd be there for an hour at night. All right, see, you know, they weren't there all day. They they never went to a con until they were 18. And that wasn't because they couldn't go, but I wasn't going to be available to go to, with them. To go with them, be with them and make sure that they're okay. Because even your teenagers, you know, I I work for a friend of mine in the dealer's room and the number of kids that come through there unsupervised you know and they're picking stuff up and looking at stuff that is breakable and very expensive oh yeah i and i mean i they, can't they tell they you get the number mad at you at the dealers because the dealers are telling them to move along or quit touch th touching things you know we we had an instance at one of the conventions one of the smaller cons that we were at where the dealer room isn't as busy as it can be. And this one group of teenagers was in and out of there constantly. And I think we told them at least a dozen times within two hours, they couldn't just be hanging out next to oh our, our table and picking stuff up and doing I whatever. Mean, I, I sell product out at Renaissance Festival for a friend of mine. Uh, favorite in anybody if you're interested. I sell some fairy wings. They're great. They're fun. Lots of fun. Fairy wings. Favorite in. Um, uh, and, yeah. I mean, it, it, you do get those kids that just seem to want to just stand there. Like... And either it's they were stand they'd be standing in a group in the in front of the booth, and then yep, we tell them all... to move, and we had side tables, and then they're standing by the side tables, and there was like four, five, six of them, and that's sp the space between tables between booths mm -hmm. isn't that wide. No, no, God no, I've seen and, how, and so you know, but they were just they were caught, you know when we finally did see the person in charge of the convention and we said something to him, you know, and he's like, oh, I think I know which group that is because we were not the only person having a with them. <laughs> but, um, you know, so it, it gets really hard when there's kids around and, you know, and the little ones want to pick, ooh, shiny. Yep. And, you know, 
don't quite comprehend, don't touch, keep yep. your hands down, and usually they've got mom and dad with them, but when you get circuit and some of those older kids, you know, they don't, and then they don't want to listen to anybody. Yeah. And, you know, I work for, you know, I, I volunteered and help out my friend Jody at um, Emerald's Emporium, and, you know, she does statuary and that that yeah that's definitely a breakable thing that you don't want little kids touching she does does some some very large ticket items that you know she doesn't even let like you know her husband or me package she's gonna package it you know it's it's out now i'm gonna put it in the package because we're selling it and i'm going to be the one that packages it because if something happens Binge, to it it's th- my fault yeah you yeah know, okay type of thing. <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> so basically so. basically your 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 main point point part of your opinion is though that you're you know mind i guess mind your manners kind of a thing well is, that i mean i guess you know mind your manners and be it, aware that you, you have if, somebody if you, to be responsible well, for that if you are bringing kids around know their limits because you know i've seen more times as not where the kids overwhelmed the or kids, something yeah, yeah. There, there's too much going on the kid is upset crying nobody wants to hear it you know go back to your hotel room take the, go home if you have to whatever but you know i feel bad i like little kids but when they can annoy when they annoy me, um, you know it, it's really hard. It's pushing that boundary. <laughs> pushing the boundaries. Know, you know, there's a lot of people who do not like little kids. Oh yeah, yeah. They and they're you know, out there. You've got got these kids around, and you know, or you're taking them to whatever. You know, my. And, I mean, and, I I. I don't want to tell people because I know I have some friends out there who have kids, and I mean, I some of their kids I do like. I I do generally like the children of friends of mine, um, because they are the kids of people I'm friends with, so they are they're tolerable. Um, that and if I'm if I'm done, you know, if it's a friend whose kid I spoil, I can give the kid back. <laughs> that's right. that's the other thing for me. That's great, but um, I think one thing I think that that I mean I'm not a parent. Um, but that I notice is they don't, I mean, I, I'm sure, uh, I, I only point out because I know you, I've seen you as, as a parent in that, uh, when the boys were a little bit younger, obviously they were still a little bit older, um, out of fair, but I mean, they still gave you respect. Like there was none of the talk back you hear or anything or anything like that. There was, you know, okay, yeah, sure. Um, but, uh, at the same time, you knew what they, either what they could handle. That's, that's exactly what you were just saying, too, is, I mean, a lot, that is definitely an issue that a lot of parents do have right now, where they don't, uh, they don't know what they handle when they're taking a kid into, like, the, the convention, because it might be the first time, or, uh, even out at fair sometimes, it, 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 out there, it's hot. So, I mean, it, it, it's... You have to be able to know what they can handle. And I guess, in my opinion, if you're going to bring your kids to something like that, have, and I know some people do it just because they don't have a babysitter. They don't have, grandma doesn't live 
down the street. Yeah. Um, or whatever, so you don't have somebody you can leave them with, then plan that you're not going to be there. Or you're not going to be staying. Or because, or maybe plan what activities you're going to do instead. Because sometimes people, I know people will go to things that want to drink, and they got their kids, and they're pulling their kids along. I can't tell you the number of times I've seen mom's drunk, dad's drunk, kids toddling along behind them, and, and yeah. barely being paid attention to it. It's like, oh, Jesus. You know, but, 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 but you know, it's like, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's cute to see them around, but I don't want to see, if I've seen them at 10 in the morning, I don't want to see them at 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, I know some people have said, oh, but they like to go see the Klingon party room or whatever. Okay, well, the party room's open at 9 or depending on the night, usually by 9. So bring them in at 9. Get them out by before 10. Before, like, the heavy drinking starts. So is it a drinking room or... Um, the Raquel room is. Okay. So, I mean, so, those of you who know cons and that, some party rooms serve alcohol, some do not. Uh, that is one thing that I will say to your, um, and Linda will agree with me on this, I know, because, uh, she is a former, uh, a Miss Shockaby JC alumni. I, myself, am a former Shockaby JC. Uh, if there's alcohol around, kids should not usually be around in those situations, in my opinion, because... There's uh, people can be great watching up in that, but there's always that risk of a kid's gonna pick up a glass. That is my my thought on yep. that. Uh, and we're not obviously we're not using this as a way to harsh on anybody's parenting or anything like that. We just want you guys to know that there are some of those things out there that are uh, situations that yeah they're fun to do, but they're fun to do as an adult, not so much as a kid. Um, I mean, you know, there were there were a couple times when when the boys were first getting into <clears throat> you know playing Magic the Gathering or Pokemon or whatever, and I knew oh there's this tournament going to be going on, that would be really really neat for them if their dad would bring them out so they could go to that and then go home. Exactly. So uh, tailor your tailor your events to your kids. Um, I just saw today. Um, I'm, I'm just going to mention this quick because uh, on this part we are getting pretty close to another stopping point and we might just call that at that. Um, I saw a posting today because Pride has been switched to a virtual uh, thing this year uh, for the Twin Cities. Um, people were complaining because they were seeing some adult things and they had their children out. Um, again, my thought is, yes, it is a family thing. There are things in the park for family. Please, anybody who does events like that, if you have something that's an event, um, that's a game or something, please mention to the uh, the the event if it's a multi-ages thing, if you can have it where there are more adult things, um, or, you know, have a, a warning to let parents know that this is not something that is necessarily going to ha be a, a full little, little kid kind of thing, or even, you know, under a certain age, um, be mindful as, as of things, you know. Adults, we like to have fun different than adults that have to be a little more responsible if they have kids, or even we even adults with kids and and, and regular and adults that uh, don't have kids. You're both adults out there. You like to have different fun than say your two year old. Um. So just to kind of uh, wrap up here. Uh, this is Ben. We've been talking with Linda Bittner. 
Nerd Mom Extraordinaire. Uh, this has been our post-Mother's Day show. Um, if you guys have any questions or anything like that, feel free to post. Uh, this will be being posted to the... For the name will be changing eventually here. Uh, it will be posted to my page on Facebook, Music, Smash Attack. We will be um, undergoing a name change here very soon. Uh... If you have any questions for Linda specifically on and on any advice uh, for new moms um, or um, moms who you know might be nerd moms who want to connect or something, uh, you can definitely uh, reach out through uh, our page and we'll give you some contact with her if uh, if she's free in that. Um, as always, you know you guys stay safe. We're still dealing with a pandemic out there. Um, Things are starting to open up here Monday here in Minnesota, but does not mean we all need to become stupid. Uh, we will talk with you guys next time. Um, we don't have a new topic yet. I will be posting a live feed um, in a few days here when I speak with somebody I have thoughts on wanting to interview. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a wonderful night. Thank you. Bye.